Alright, good morning folks, this is another episode of the Jiggy John Show, this is uh, episode uh, 5 I believe and we have an exciting guest today and I am outside his house, ladies and gentlemen, let's get him in, it is my man, it is our celebrity chef of Malaysia, Chef Darren Theo. What's up? What's up homie? What's up man? Uh, this is a buddy from a long time ago, probably one of my oldest friends in my life, <laughs> technically. Yeah. 25 years and counting, maybe even more actually. Yeah. I my, my earliest memory of, of knowing your whole family is probably at the age of six or seven, dude. Yeah. For me. It's prob no. You would have been five. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I believe so. So, thank you so much for making this happen because uh, you're a busy man, I'm a busy man, but we've made it happen. So I've just rocked up to his uh, crib somewhere in PJ. I'm not going to say where in case you guys stalk him. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Let's not do that. Uh, but coming down these streets bring back amazing memories for me, dude. He grew up on the streets. Right. The youth house just right behind there. I know, Jiska. Yeah, My man. God, the memories that we had. <laughs> Alright, so for those of you who don't know who this man is, uh, very nondescript, very low profile, uh, but he's doing amazing things and I think he's got a great story. That's why I decided to bring him on the show uh, this week. Uh, but Darren, as we know today, is uh, the man behind a restaurant called Dewa Khan. Is that a restaurant or a yeah. brand? Oh, it's a restaurant. It's a restaurant, yes. And very recently, it was voted one of Asia's top 50. Yes, yes. That's awesome. Now, let's backtrack because technically, I didn't even see you becoming a chef, dude. Because, <laughs> you know, I've known you from the earliest of times, but yeah. never ever saw that happening. I mean, then again, neither would you have seen this happening, say, no. for my career. It's kind of no, interesting because sure. we've known each other our whole lives, not knowing where we would go as, as grown adults. Yeah. And, and here we are today doing what we do crafting our craft yeah. uh, but but tell me man how did that happen like how how did it even how did the whole journey as a chef begin uh wow i know yeah i mean you know i think it's like a lot of things in life right i mean you just don't really expect it to to pan out you know i mean if, if we all if we all pursue the ambition that we wrote down in scholar and we'll all be like you know you know, a bit fireman or be like in yeah. the army or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, this. Like yeah. you want to save the world. But, yeah. but uh, I think a lot of it is just really um, a culmination of a lot of experiences that that just led us to what we we, we found. And and I think for us, for for me at least, uh, I was I was quite blessed to not have that pressure of like okay you have to be an accountant mm. you have to be a lawyer mm. or something like this but I mean I know your folks man I don't think they would have ever said okay you're gonna be this you're gonna be that yeah no my, my dad was was quite instrumental in in um, in moving me towards the kitchen actually because, really yeah you would not believe I never saw Uncle Theo in the no in, in, in the in the kitchen ever no really yeah, yeah but you see it wasn't about that it wasn't about the kitchen it was he was telling because he knew that I'm not that that guy who sits in the class and mm. so he knew that and he and he called it out and he said like you know what go and do something with your hands go and you know figure something out but there was a caveat was that do something with your hands mm -hmm. uh, pick up a skill but also I'm gonna fund your degree right so, right so, so there was this there was this um, there was this foresight into knowing that look once you've come to the point where you've you, you've you've been you you have a skill enough with your hands mm -hmm. um then you would also need to have some way to manage that skill, and uh, so that was a, that was like amazing foresight from my dad. And so after after high school, uh, what did you do right away? Uh, right away, we I joined this really um, it's a hotel school called Pernas. Okay, um, and it's defunct now. 
I was gonna say I've never heard of it. No, yeah, it was very small. It, it was not. It was not a school that lasted for very long as well. Huh. It was under Perbadana Nacional. And right. Where was it? This was in Complex Antarabangsa, the old Hilton. Oh. The, the Hilton. It was just right next to it. The building wow. was just right next to it. Oh, yeah, okay, so okay. It was that long ago. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it was. It was a. It was an amazing, amazing um, experience mm -hmm. because because the the life lessons that you took from that place was just was insane. You know, we met um, some lifelong friends we've had now for for so long now, and um, the experience that you, you know being young and being engaged in a in right in the middle of the city where you have places to go and work part time, you can go and do hotel work, you can do restaurant work. Mm -hmm. um, and it was always an excuse to get to make a little bit of money, right? And there right. was, you know, there was there was life experience that that you can't really substitute. It's kind of like you know when you started with the clowning and stuff, right? You know, it was it's just like you know you, you can't replace nope. that sort of. Mm -hmm. uh, I still have memories of, of a lot of those moments, and you're absolutely right because I, I guess even with you, so every 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 gig I did. Taught me something different. Yeah, it was very defining. Mm -hmm. It was a, it, those were defining moments. That is true. That um, is true. And that that developed the love of the craft for me. You know. So what, was that a four year degree back then? Uh, it was three years. So what happened after graduation? Um, after graduation, uh, I bumped around in KL for a couple of months mm -hmm. uh, with some with some <laughs> uh, less than savory gigs. Uh, <laughs> Wait, outside of the kitchen? No, inside uh -huh. the kitchen. But, you know, it was, it was. Are we allowed to even talk about it, dude? Because it is amazing. From unsavory gigs to Devakan, man, that's a that's a heck of a uh, story. Yeah. What kind yeah. of? Uh, what were you doing, burger ramblies or what? No, it was. Um, I think like the first place I I I took a, a, a steady job at was this place at Hatamas. I can't remember what the name of the place was. But, okay. Um, was this guy who had some, you know, had some cash and okay. you know, was changing his concept every new, every now and then? And, okay. And I had no idea what I was doing. He just hired me because we had we graduated with a degree. Or I graduated with a degree. Right. And um, completely clueless. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of interesting, you know, things that happened and that come to think about it, like twenty years later, it's like what well, was. Dodgy. <laughs> Man, let's not delve on that. Yeah, but, no. <laughs> so what happened after that? Um, then I got a job in Singapore. I remember that because yes. I, I mean we kept in touch for a wee bit because uh, I know I, I know something about Berlin as well. Was it Berlin? No, uh, I, New uh, York. So, no, so, the, so the so the overseas gigs were were mostly very short gigs. Like I went for like two weeks to or you know. Uh, three weeks is what we call a stagiaire. Mm. And a stagiaire is basically an attachment that happens. You don't get paid for it or anything, but you go for an exposure. Okay. Um, and so that happened very much later in my career, sometime around. So Singapore, that's, uh, let me, sorry, yeah. I, I jumped the gun there. No, so you no went problem. to Singapore? So Singapore, uh, okay, so the story for Singapore is also quite interesting. Mm -hmm. I had, there was this chef who was in um, Malaysia, mm -hmm. and he moved to Singapore, and he opened his own place in Singapore. So, uh, European guy. Okay. And um, through a mutual friend, mm -hmm. uh, he helped to arrange for me to get hired at, a, at, at, this rest at another restaurant in Singapore. Okay. And so everything was going good, and uh, I was planning to move down. And about a week before I was about to start my work and yep. to join the restaurant, yep. the chef emails me and says, like, Look, I'm sorry, I had to give away your spot. Um, I don't have a job for you. Oh, no. Yeah, so I was like, absolutely crushing. 
and we've already made the arrangements to like move down and yeah. things like this. So I yeah. said, oh, yeah, okay. So it's like quite disappointing. I went down. Um, I went to the to the to the other chef who hooked us up, mm-hmm. and I spent a day working with them. And I, it was after that day that I was, it was that was really a pivotal moment because it was right at that day that I thought like, this is something I want to do for the rest of my life. Really? You know, yeah. It was. It was in it Singapore. Was, in Singapore, it's like it was. It was like when you know when you take things seriously. Yeah. Like you know you can be good at something, yep. but then there are times when you you really take things seriously, and that was that defining moment. And, what um, year was that? Starts with a two. I can't remember. <laughs> two, yeah. two, 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 yeah, three. maybe o two, maybe o two or o one, maybe. Okay. Maybe okay. it was o one. Okay. And then I so then I went in earnest and I just knocked on every door I, I li- you didn't have that you know Google and Yahoo were not the greatest back then not right? that so, I mean it was there but just it was not there yeah, yeah it was not like what, what it, it is, is today. now yeah. correct so you had to really put your put your feet down and mm-hmm. start walking the pavement and um, knocked on just about every every door that I thought was a plausible place for me to pick up a skill and to a lot better. Yep. Um, and the Fullerton was one of them. Uh, Raffles was another. Wow. So there were hotels. But then I stopped at Les Amis, and Les Amis is was at that time was, was one of the best French restaurants. In you you telling me you walked? Oh, you kind of literally knocked on doors in restaurants, and and, and I did that man. in Singapore. Yeah, in Singapore. Just, With, just that's like equivalent to cold calling. Is yes, it was. You literally did that. I did that. Wow. Yeah. Because not responding to newspaper ads or, or whatever. Well, yeah, it was a bit of that. It was a bit of um, a bit of that, and then a bit of like calling some friends, mm. uh, um, or you know, no, actually I did have friends. It was so it was mostly. <laughs> I mean, no, no, I mean, not I guess, like that, yeah, but yeah, in Singapore, yeah, you know, no, no, yeah, no, no connected friends in no, Singapore. No, I understand, I understand. And then yeah. we talked. So I talked to that to that previously to that you know the chef who hooked me up, mm-hmm. and uh, so he, he gave me a list, and so I just just you know whatever I could get yep. that I thought that. I felt this was impressive. I remember going to hotel lobbies, and um, at the time I used to journal a little bit, mm-hmm. and I would just talk about you know hopelessness and hope. Right? Because so you were a vlogger, blogger before that thing even became something. <laughs> That's uh, actually true. Do you still have those 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 journals? Um, yeah, I think I have a couple. Oh, of them, you should yeah. post them up. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> well, uh, you should give me a snapshot so I'll, I'll include it in this in this little bit. <laughs> very very scary stuff. Oh yeah. my god, your doodles. Yeah, doodles and wow. scribbles. Yeah, but it was you know it was uh, it was it was that kind of um, aimlessness mm. that forced you to say like okay look I, I have to make some sort of compass. Yep, um, and that's when I went doing all of that. Yep, and then I uh, I got a job at this place called Lesami and. Which I told you was like one of, like a very top tier restaurant. Yep. And um, then I spent most of my career with that with that company, but in like three different restaurants. Oh wow! How uh, long how long were you with that group? Uh, five years, I think. Nice. Five or six years. And three restaurants across Singapore. Across Singapore, yeah. Right. So two of them were fine dining ones, mm-hmm. and then and then one was a uh, one was like a bistro, which was like amazing, amazing food. Still around in Singapore, by the way. Um, two of those restaurants are no longer in Singapore. I mm-hmm. mean, they've, they've closed, and mm-hmm. then one is still the the, the uh, flagship restaurant up at, uh, at Scotts Road. Very good. So that's still going strong, which is awesome. Yeah. 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 So what happened after Singapore? Um, after Singapore, there were some things that I needed to come back to KL for, and 
uh, outside of cooking outside of cooking yeah okay and so I had to look for a job here mm-hmm. and by chance by chance KDU University uh, at a college at the time mm-hmm. uh, was opening a uh, culinary school well no they've already had a culinary school but they were doing something different and that's what I like about this company um, they were they were they were going to open this cafeteria mm-hmm. and it was like supposed to be like uh, you know it was kind of inspired by Google like sort of like where you get like different types of food and I was hired to be sort of like a manager of sorts okay. for that so okay. it's like kitchen manager kind of thing right yeah, right so I took that job um, and after about two years at that doing that mm-hmm. um, I took a teaching position with the Right, and then I was teaching for up until five years ago. That's right. Yeah, so it was just yeah. yeah so it was this brings back a memory. Do you remember that we ran a Master Chef thingy for yeah, Shell? Yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I can't believe it. I love it, you know, because uh, given the fact that there's a lot of you guys who've been in my life from like when we we were kids. Yeah. And you all are still involved in my life. People like yeah. Joshua Chan takes my photos. Yeah. Uh, he does mine. I, you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like we actually grew up together. Yeah. We knew each other as kids. Andrew. Uh, well, Andrew's my right-hand man yeah, today, yeah. so you know it's it's a it's a great journey. I was just talking to Manish yesterday, oh. and we brought up the Royal Rangers code. Oh, okay, really? you know, and ready to serve, and you know, yeah. like I think that's a code. Yeah, we were just talking about it. He's like, oh, it's funny how we we talked about that as children, or we 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 memorized it, but now when you break it down as grown adults, you're like, huh. There's actually a lot of truth. There's to that. a lot of truth. A lot of like, truth uh, to that. And, a lot and, of truth to and that. And it defines our character, right? It, it, I mean, it does. It does. I think like um, a lot of a lot of what I've learned through Rangers was, especially when I was young, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like small Bible verses and mm-hmm. things like they define um, my moral compass. They define my work ethics. Yes. Uh, and a, absolutely right. You know, you know, um, and, and I think. Yeah, which is why, so it's like working with uh, you and a few others that we've had along the way, it's like we kind of knew the basis of where we were, how we were raised, and yeah. and, and we kind of know that... That was hey, an expectation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the standards have been set, like you're yeah. not going to muck around yeah. because we, we're we going to hold yeah, each other absolutely. to the yardstick, absolutely. Uh, which we will not impose on others, but because we were raised that way, it's a natural assumption that these are the yardsticks that we're yeah. going to abide by. Yeah, absolutely, actually. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I think it was during your KDU period that you helped me with the master Yeah, I did that. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I, you know, at, at any rate, I mean, like, teaching teaching was an interesting thing. Because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we were... We, there was this... There was this... Um, there's always this natural inclination inside the kitchen that you train the next guy. Right. Because if not, that means that you're going to get stuck doing everything. You know? mm. And so you, it's always, it's always like a, a training is a very natural uh, thing that happens in the kitchen. So, so that making that that shift mm-hmm. into education was, mm. I won't. It was not. It was not very difficult, but it was different. Right. Like, from example, I came from a kitchen that was a very hard kitchen. Uh, okay. Um, it was very disciplined. It was very quiet. Right. Um, but it's very disciplined. It's very regimented. Okay. And so you expect that of anybody who comes in as well. Right. But with students, you can't do that. Mm. Because, because there's like a zero level uh, knowledge base. Wow. So you have to kind of, you know, shift your own expectations, your own... Uh, you can't be as crazy as you thought. You know, you never thought about right? it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that that period of adjust. That was a period of adjustment. I mean, like also doing things like 
speaking while you're cooking. Mm. That was tough. Wow. Because when you're cooking in the kitchen, you don't really speak. You're just like, you do, 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 do. But when you're teaching kids, like in college, you have to be able to uh, make it very, very clear to them. I understand. Uh, which, yeah. Which wow. Really made something new in me, I think. So after teaching for five years, then what happened? I was actually just teaching for a little bit longer than five years. Oh. I think it's about eight years plus. Really? Yeah. Huh. And um, then, 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 I was, I got, I, I, I needed to, I needed to stop teaching mm -hmm. because it was just, uh, it was just, it was just something that I was unhappy. Uh, I, I won't say unhappy. I was just dissatisfied with it because mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I felt like I could be doing more. Right. And right. So I was about to leave the school, mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, the university, the college was moving to move to this new campus mm -hmm. out in Camry and and one thing that they wanted to do was they wanted to to make education um, uh, relevant uh -huh. and by doing that they wanted to go through the entrepreneurship route nice nice so they say okay look you know uh, why don't you why don't we why don't we try this as a project right and um, so they funded Dewakan the first year how did you even come up with the concept, with the name, with all of that? Like, I mean, tell us that. Um, okay, so it's a little bit of everything. Uh, the name, okay, let's start with the concept. Yeah. The concept was, is loosely um, put together by a lot of other things that are happening around the world. Okay. Um, it's, so it's, it's, I won't say it's a global trend, but there's a global awareness of people who want to do things that are, that, you know, they're tired of importing everything. So the whole farm to fork thing? A little bit. Okay. Um, but when I was in Oshadan, under the Lesami group, that was mm -hmm. the last restaurant I worked with. Mm -hmm. um, Chef, it was a, it's a very French restaurant, like a super French restaurant. But okay. it was the chef who was a local Singaporean guy was just kept on being disappointed with the imported fish that used to come in. Mm -hmm. right? And so he started to look for uh, fish that was local and we had tiger burgers. And we would get them live. Yep. And we would get them every two days or every one day. Yep. So I was processing fish every day. The first time wow. we learned how to kill the fish yep. um, on mass um, so that we could process them. Because you're talking about like what 15, 16 pieces, <laughs> you know, coming in on the same day. They're all live and they're yep. all like, you know, flapping all over the place. <laughs> So it's like it's, it was like a wildlife. Uh, it was like a wildlife uh, scene in, in the in the kitchen. Wow. Um, so we so the first time I I, I filleted it and, mm -hmm. and I and we thought okay so so there's the rest of the kitchen was you know also there and it's like hey you know what um, sushi is kind of like the same right it's yeah like the, 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 the fish was really fresh you'd be able to taste it raw so yeah I took a slice yeah and I ate it and I was like oh my god for the first time. <laughs> Like a local fish, okay. Um, tasting this way, wow, okay. And and that was that that, that seed that started the defining all, moment. Yeah, it was. It was a defining moment. It was. Huh. That's the seed that started everything. And, and what from, fish was that? That was a. That was just a. It was just a tiger grouper. Okay. You know, uh, one from the Kelongs. Oh uh, wow! It was just just palm, but it was live when it came here. Okay. Um, and then from there it was like, okay, so what else? Right. And then it went to vegetables and then, you know, farm visits became like a thing for us. Uh, 
myself anyway and then we moved and then I started teaching right so I still brought that along with me. yeah yeah and I had this very interesting subject it was called molecular cooking back then and there was just more like a advanced advanced technology sort of like cooking stuff. right right um, that was trendy at the time okay and we incorporated local produce into the class and when when we did that so that also mean that also meant that we had to look for new suppliers and so there was then it was then it was me learning about our own country yeah and of course finding of course. out the ingredients and looking at all this other stuff yeah um, and that's what made it that's how that's how it was a natural progression from 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 just like some Thai grouper wow. all the way up to to Devakan. How old is Devakan today? Five years now. Oh man! So yeah. when when did you? I guess from the time you started to a point of you were satisfied with 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 the brand and then the identity of the restaurant. When did that happen? I, I don't know if yeah. Or has it even happened? That's a yeah. Question. I don't think I don't think it's like something that you could. I don't think you could say like I've arrived, right? Okay. Um, you, you look at brands like Coke and and McDonald's. They're constantly just mm-hmm. you know evolving themselves, mm-hmm. making their message relatable to the to the right people. Mm-hmm. And um, as mass as they are, they are a very good benchmark. Yep, for a lot of things. Um, and as far as our brand is concerned, um, I think we're not trying to satellite ourselves around what a brand should be. I right. Think, I think what we want to do is our brand should be how how we work. Yep. How we feel about things. How we treat our staff. How we, um, you know. Being as as nice, if 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 Dewakan was a person, is being as as nice a person as, or a person who's got character and integrity. So I think we we try to we try to focus around that, and that also means that we learn things. Yep. And we learn that that some things, so the way that we do certain things in the kitchen mm-hmm. or in the restaurant, might not be the best way for um, uh, people wise. Yep. You know, and how we treat our own staff and. Uh, what what are the things that they are looking for, and what they because I because I believe that they need to be happy with doing what they are doing. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm happy doing it, mm-hmm. they shouldn't be ha- vicariously happy through me. They yep. should also find their own fulfillment. Yeah. And and I think then they when when we find that balance or yep. when we find that sort of compass, mm-hmm. then the brand becomes stronger because they want to represent the. The values that, that that the restaurant stands for. So, how did this recent, uh, you know, uh, would it be an award or, or just? It's a, a listing. A listing. Yeah. Yep. How did how did that come about? No idea. No clue. Uh, <laughs> Fifty best has been in Asia for uh, Asia Fifty best list has been I think it's four or five years now. Yeah. Well, exactly to make it in its fifth year, that says a lot, man. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite crazy. Uh, we we don't know because the the people who come in, the voters, they are anonymous, and, mm-hmm. and um, it's amazing that they even heard of a small little restaurant out in Clemery. Um, I, I mean, you know, you, to be fair, your location, uh, given the restaurant and 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 that, literally the hype around it, that's for me, that's the greatest shocker. Yeah. The fact that you're not in downtown Kuala Lumpur, you're not uh, in, in in swanky new PJ, no, but yeah. you're dude, you're in Glenberry, <laughs> you know. Because aside from Utropolis and KDU, the rest of that place is a bit of a dump. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's cars and 
you know, yeah. it's it's factories and and, and all of that. Comfort, it's, comfort, super cab or something like that is there, right? <laughs> and I didn't know that. Yeah. So if you're taking like one of the ways that ways takes okay. you through, okay. you'll see like a whole bunch of taxis just dumped on the side of the road. No kidding. So it's, huh? I, and then you're gonna prepare to pay like up to about four hundred plus per person at this at this place. It's you know, it's quite see, crazy. I know that is, but. I mean, like, what's your feeling of, of after hearing that you were listed and, you know, and then oh, man. What, what was the feeling for you, man? Like, I mean, man, just was ex- explain that because, you know, you just said uh, you've not arrived. I like that because it just means you're staying hungry and you're going to remain hungry. Oh, yeah, you're going to keep hungry. you're going to keep chasing, right? Yeah. But that's great. So the feeling, how did you first hear about the fact that oh, you were... so many things, man. So, so how did you first hear about it? Was it an email? Uh, the... Yeah, so they notify you through an email. Okay. Um, and... And so the first time when I saw that, I I read it. I had I read it like six times, six six seven times. And then when I was like very sure, it's like reading a contract. You just wanted to be sure. It's not it's the, not spam and all yeah, that. Yeah, you wanted to be yeah, spam. And you know, sometimes maybe you you got too excited and actually it meant something else. <laughs> you know, you didn't want to be there. So you were invited to judge the fifty topics. Yeah, I know. Or or you're invited as a special guest, but you're yeah. not on the list. You yeah. know, so you. So I read it and I read it and I read it and and um, there was a sense of relief. Um, there was a, because it's relief in the sense that you feel like all this work has been validated. It's paying off, you know. Yeah, it's paying off. Or it paid off per, yeah. at this moment, correct. this exact moment. Yes, yeah. correct. At this moment, um, there was this sense of like um, of uh, joy. There was this sense of like suddenly anxiety because. Yep. You're not sure on the whole fifty which one you're standing at. Right. Um, so it was like it was really flooded. But, but which one? Which standings were you at, by the way? We were number forty-six. Wow. Yeah, forty-six. At the only Malaysian restaurant. At right? the only Malaysian restaurant. Wow. First and the only Malaysian restaurant. First. Yeah, first Malaysian. Restaurant. Ever. Ever. In that list. Yeah. In five years. In like. Whoa, yeah. so, dude. So it was a big thing. It yeah. is huge. Yeah, it was a big it's thing. It's huge. Wow. Um, we're very thankful for it. Yeah. Um, the first thing I did was I grabbed my laptop from the office and I yeah. ran to the kitchen. <laughs> and I said, guys, come, okay, read this very carefully and then uh, tell me I'm ready. not seeing things. Oh man, tell and me I'm not seeing yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, you just and the guys were just the guys were just like euphoric, you know. I was like, wow. Well, you was know. there like a, a this whole? Did they exclaim out loud or um, or chefs honest, are a little I, bit more sedated? We are quite sedated. My kitchen, I. <laughs> Social, you know. gotta get me in there, man. I would have been throwing fish at you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't know. It, it was, it was, it was a very. This is the first time I'm mm. actually talking about how we felt about on that day. Well, because you know, I, that's why I, I wanted you to share that story because, I mean, just like you, I, I, I personally feel I've not arrived. And yeah. if that kind of news were to hit me, dude, I'll be turning cartwheels, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, so I, for people like us, because we, we put our heart and soul into yeah. what we do. Yeah. And I, I get it when you say that feeling. Which, but the thing is, I also know you personally. So I I, I was curious to see whether you're going <laughs> to pull off, you're going to pull off a stunt the way I would, yeah. or whether you do it in a good old fashioned Darren Theo way. Because <laughs> for me, you're always Mr. Cool, you know, Mr. Low I, Profile. No, that's the thing. I, I didn't know how to express myself <laughs> that way. You know, I'm not I'm training in that. Because you really, I, uh, I, I felt like doing all of that, but yeah, I just didn't know. Yeah, like yeah. it was mine and like hands were not were not coordinating that time, huh? right? Um, wow. When was that, by the way? How 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 long ago was this? Um, Three months? No. I, so we've got the award now in. Uh, so it was March, March twenty six, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it was March okay. twenty six. 
Okay. So it was, it was, it was, yeah, it was a very interesting ride. But and those are permanent bragging rights, by the way, right? Yeah, like, for the year. Okay. Yeah, so yeah but I mean, you get to say that in 2019, yes, you were the top yes, 50, right. yada, yada, yada. Yeah, very cool. It's, very it's cool. great. But at the same time, um, at the same time with that list, you've seen, you've seen like different restaurants react to that list in a way that, um, oh, really? It becomes, it becomes a, it becomes like, I, I need to be on that list every Ooh. year, you know? Then, then the character of the restaurant also starts to change, right? Um, so are you are you affected by that? Do you think that you're gonna have to strive harder now to stay on the list, or you're just gonna keep doing what you're doing, and just let Devakan be Devakan, uh, helmed by Darren Theo, and you're not gonna get, let it get to your head, or or just strive to just aim to keep being on the list. I, I want to be like that. I want to be on the list every year. No, I wanna I wanna be I wanna be able to. To say that this list will not affect me, right? But to right. be very truthful, I don't know. It's only my first year. Yeah, that's right? true. That's true. Because you don't know how it's going to react, and if you don't get it next year, how do you feel? Yeah. We definitely will push, but I don't want to push because of it. Mm. I want to push because that's what we've been doing anyway. Of course. And that's what we feel like it's it's is is um important for us. I understand. Do you have any of your team members who've been around since day one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I've got one. Who's been with me since the beginning? He's my oh. my right hand guy. Uh, so uh, he must be feeling pretty good about this. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, because it's usually was. you know it's one thing for us as founders, but I think it sometimes means a whole lot more to your number two and number three. It does. And it does. And, and 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 you know I'm waiting for the magic to happen so that people like Andrew can gloat in it. It's not just me. No, because right. you know Andrew has been with me since uh, 2015. Yeah, and he pushes. Uh, 2005. Sorry, that's 14 years. Yeah. Yeah, pushes. Uh, sorry, what am I saying? Yeah, 14 years. You know, coming up on 15 next year. So, you know, I mean, he's been there from the get-go, uh, you know. And so, same goes to your number two guy. Yeah. I think it, it is very therapeutical for them. Yeah, I, I, and also I think it's... And also I, I've been thinking about this quite a bit. Um, the, the, the responsibility you have to... Mm. They put a lot of faith in us. They do, they do. Because their lives are in Correct, your hands. Right? Like, so, like, okay. what am I so doing speak, in yeah. Glamoury? Right. Cooking in Glamoury in this, in this restaurant yeah. that's, that's owned by a university. Correct. going to take us seriously. Yep. You know, I mean, you have all of these, uh, you have all of these, imagine, you imagine that they have, they have all of these concerns and you're responsible for that. You are. You and are. so when this thing happened, it was like, wow, validation for entire team. Like, you know, <laughs> like, okay, la. You can trust me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, you're absolutely right, you know. So, I mean, that, which is why, I mean, I was, and I, I mean, I'm sure a lot of us close friends who have known you, you know, pretty much all our life, we have been very, we're very proud of the fact that this happened to you. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure I speak for everyone else who knows you from childhood days. Yeah. And, and, and I read that interview, was it The Tattler? I don't know, that was a really good interview that you, that someone interviewed. Was it, was it The Tattler? What was it about? I don't know, it was an interview with you about the award. A recent uh, one which you posted, uh, which it? I posted. It was a. It was a. Well, I think if it was if the one if it's the one I posted it was probably to do with my. Um, was it was it a Mother's Day one? Was it Mother's? Yeah, and, and the thing is, you you pretty much spoke about how the fact that your mom has been your backbone, right? Yeah, it's my mom. So that was, was Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Yeah, it was. Oh, it wasn't about Devakan. No, it was it, it was you know like loosely related. See, but the funny thing is, everything you said there, I'm like, yeah, well, you know what, I do. You, your parents were like our thinking parents do. Yeah, I know. So the Chans and the Theos 
have basically been uh, surrogate mothers and fathers yeah, to yeah. every one of us because of the fact that which is why we everything you said I'm like actually I can relate to that yeah. I can relate to that because you know yeah. we're going to keep calling her Commander Theo or Commander Teresa yeah. but it's like we can relate to that because she was mother hen to all of us oh, that, was, that was it and, that, and it had really very little to do with the fact that we are friends it had very little to do with True. what it had to do what, I mean to give the credit was that their very nature mm. their very character mm. was you know it could have been any other situation True. it could have been in you know if it was not in grace it could have been you know in a school or something like that that's what she is right you know, up to today I mean she do you know she's running a child uh, no sorry an enrichment centre in I, I mean I didn't even know until I, I, I read your interview yeah. and I'm like what yeah. after all of this yeah. Now she should be relaxing and shaking legs and yeah. just hee hee ha ha because yeah. you guys are all sorted. Yeah. Now she just be super grandma, but yeah. no, no. On the contrary, she's still she's going. She's the opposite. She's what? like she's turning sixty-one this year. But I think I know why la. I think she's been inspired by Tonem la. like the rest <laughs> of us. No, you know what? Because she's still a baby by his standards. Oh la. yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like big thirty years. Guy. Yeah, she's still got thirty years uh, to of catching up to yeah. do with him. So you know, I I can understand why. And then again, she's been wired her whole life la. Exactly. And so you can't just expect her to just la, you la, can't la, la, just la, like la. put a full stop uh-uh, to it. Ain't gonna happen. That's and gonna be me, eh? I'm telling you. I'm gonna be wired till the day I yeah. I go. No, that's true. I mean what could you see yourself doing other things? I I'm not sure. I'll be very miserable. I'll die a slow death if I wasn't doing what I'm yeah, doing. Yeah, right. I mean <laughs> So Shireen has like problems when we go for like short holidays. Like maximum I can chill out is three days. <laughs> that's the maximum. Serious, huh? Yeah. We should go find a restaurant somewhere and help in the kitchen then. <laughs> That'll be awesome. Otherwise, man. I'm like crawling all over. Like, we should go check out this restaurant. Right. Like, check out this place. Da da da. Uh, so, what inspires you, man? That's a really tough question. Um, and I've and I've thought about it quite a lot. Like, mm. what, what really inspires me? I can't say anything inspires me. Um, mm. Or rather, maybe I should say everything inspires. Yep. Like, I I, I don't think I I I'm I'm in a very unique situation. Yep. Um, where I can do what I, I really enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's that buzz. I, I know I know you know what I mean. Because yeah. it's that it's that buzz, it's that it's that this ability to 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 just be very happy with with the outcome of what you're doing. Because the outcome is not just about whether you, you pass or you fail. Yeah. There was that whole process of that learning and that, that adjusting and that you know maybe there was that, that stress at that moment or mm-hmm. something like this. Mm-hmm. And all of this keeps me going so if people ask me like oh how do you get inspired by this yeah i don't i'm just continuously well, you're absolutely right you know i mean uh, as much as i'm i'm inspired by a few things but i'm just wired and i'm just doing what i'm doing right and i'm just doing what i'm doing because i want to do it better and better absolutely i just want to keep getting better at that what i do process is continuous yeah you don't sit and say okay you know what i'm going to think about this dish right now i'm yeah. going to think about this event yeah. right now you don't do that yeah you're just continuously thinking about it so what's next um yeah funny you should say that uh we're moving the restaurant Oh, no kidding. Yeah, to a KLCC. Uh, it's happening. Good. Yeah, it's happening. Oh, wow, dude! Yeah. You got a space already? Yeah, yeah. We're looking at uh, we're looking at um, opening in October, so construction is starting. Oh, where? Yeah, if I may ask. Yeah, it's at the Platinum Park. Yes, of course. Yeah, Nasa Towers. Yeah, 48th floor. Dude, that's gonna change a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Life is. is gonna change. <laughs> you might be on the list every year then. I don't know. But wow, how did that happen? 
Um, we were we were looking for space about three years ago. I know. I remember you telling me this yeah. the last time we had a catch up. Yeah, we were looking for space and we were looking for things that were more idealistic for for Tewakan. So mm-hmm. we were thinking, you know, bungalow, space for land, yep. land for like you know maybe a little bit of farming, things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, KL is not the best place for that. No, like, not at all. Um, and we were trying to consider the business decision of you know. Glenmarie versus somewhere else. Yeah, we go further. Yeah, become a destination. Yeah, you know. But then you'd have to worry about traffic footfall and things exactly. Like this. Yeah. Um, and at that time, one of the brothers for of the NASA group mm-hmm. um, um, approached us and said, like, "Hey, uh, we've got this space. Yep. Do you want to have a look at it?" Right. And I went, and I was not feeling it because it was like <coughs> it was an office block. And it's just you know was was not what we were thinking. About. Right, right. Um, but then about a year, about a year later, it was actually about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we felt like okay lah, we need to we need to we need to also know how to manage the business as a business. Yeah, of course. And um, that's where we came to that sort of uh, conclusion that we'll take up the space lah. Wow, dude, that's awesome. October, huh? October, yeah. Excited. Yeah, a bit of both. Weary, scared, weary, scared. Yeah, I can imagine, man. Because I mean, it's a, it's a it's a big big amount of investment that's going inside. Sure. And uh, then there's also the expectations and you wanna. But I think if you don't push yourself now, then when? You know what I mean? I think you've had a five year run at uh, Glenmary just to perfect the craft, and yeah. I think it was timely that you got this award. Yeah, yeah. Or this listing, I should say. Yeah. And, and I think uh, <coughs> I think it's the right direction. It's the next thing, you know. And if you don't push yourself now. Uh, to onward to greater things than than when right yeah yeah I I totally agree and and it's it's also recognizing that different junctures of your life mm-hmm. you, I can no longer cook like I used to cook oh wow really you know what I mean because 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 then I I I, I have to go for meetings I have to answer media mm. you know I have mm. to do all this other stuff and you you can't cook. The same way as in like be in the kitchen from the beginning up to the end, which is what my boys do. Right, they kick it every day. Right, um, right. So knowing that, and then also realizing that there's a different aspect to to the restaurant, a yep. different aspect to the kitchen, which you have to learn. Yeah, and that's also exciting. Of course, it's it's a struggle. Yep, but it's also exciting. So preparing for this restaurant, you have to put together PNL. And of projections course. and of course. all of that. So, so of course. you know, you you you. You're now a big boy, man. You're now you're, <laughs> not, you're, not, you're now playing the in the big league, in the yeah, main correct, league, correct, Premier correct. One. Yeah, big boy, big boy gang. You know, and crazy and that's, man. That's been interesting, lah. Yeah, that's been really quite. So that's it's you know it's really interesting because you know you, yes you're a chef, but now you are a business owner. Yeah, in a sense, you yeah. know. But yes, you've got partners, yada yada yeah. yada. But the point is. That you're running a business. Yeah, it, it. You never saw that happening. No, twenty years no, ago. No, absolutely. Oh, uh, when you went into the, uh, into you know culinary school and all yeah, of that. Because when you start off, you you. I mean, at least for people like me, when you start off, you, you really just have your head down. Yeah. You know, and you could not see the possibilities. 
you could not see the possibility. I mean, you know it's there. You yeah. just couldn't see how you're going to get there. No, of course. And I think that's a lot of frustration with like young, the young yep. guys right now is yep. that they want because everything is accelerated. No, you're right. You know, our 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 work ethos has always been work hard, mm -hmm. get it done right, yep. do it smartly, yep. make the right decisions. Oh, absolutely. And by some yep. at some point, you'll find a milestone that you exactly, reach, exactly. Right? You might not exactly. be a milestone, but yep. a milestone. Yeah. But I think with things being so accelerated these days. Mm -hmm. It's been compressed. Yep. And so before you even learn the craft, yep. you already want to hit that milestone. No, that's true. You know, and everybody wants it uh supersized and, and Red yeah. Bull inspired, you know, yeah, no super offense to Red, Red Bull, Bull yeah. you know, <laughs> great brand and all that good stuff. <laughs> but that yeah. didn't sound right the way it came up, but you know, you get what I mean. Yeah. And I think but this is so exciting because you know, I've watched it happen and now to hear Dewakan 2.0. Yeah. This is pretty interesting. This is actually, I mean, I didn't know this, right? So this is very exciting. And who knows where it's going to go from here. Who knows, man? man, yeah. You know, maybe a, a, a branch somewhere, a franchise. You know, I mean, like, it's the same way the Penang restaurant that's around the world. Like, you've got this Malaysian restaurant. Oh, right. Are, you know? Yeah. But personally, this is just me just putting it out there. Like, who knows? Maybe one day you could be that high-end, fine-dining Malaysian restaurant export to the world yeah it's possible it, it why not why couldn't we have Devakan London New York Paris yeah because before this if you travel uh, especially in the States I think the chain is called the Penang restaurant uh -huh. and they had one in LA they had one in Chicago and New York I, w I went to the one in New York actually and the thing is Malaysians wherever they go there's, there's always a Malaysian, Malaysian restaurant yeah. Like, yeah. you know, my brother who lives in Calgary now, he said there's a Malaysian restaurant. In Calgary? Calgary, in, in Canada. Yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Josh, <laughs> Joshua lives there, the, yeah, one of the twins. But there's a restaurant there, there's a Malaysian Oh, no, no, I don't know what the hell it's called, but oh, okay. it, there is definitely a Malaysian yeah. restaurant. Yeah, really? Yeah. I'm not, dude, Malaysians being Malaysians, loving the food the way we do. Yeah, they do something about they, it. Those who have some elements of kitchen skills will definitely set it up and make yeah. a killing. Yeah. So, who knows where Dewakan can go with this, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's exciting. Like, yeah, I'm, dude, I'm super excited to see your journey, man. Anyways, um, I know you gotta move on real quick, and I told you 30 minutes. We've spent 40 minutes talking. Okay, it's been 40 it's minutes, fast, dude. Huh? It's been Darren. Long. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Darren Theo, Chef Darren Theo of Devakan, and we've just heard a little insight into his journey. So for those of you who feel that it's not possible and you want to give up when the going gets tough. Well, here's a true story to let you know that you got to keep hustling and keep doing what you do. This is the Jiggy John Show, couple episode five with my man, Chef Darren Theo. Thank you very much, buddy. Thanks, buddy. It's been an absolute pleasure hearing your story, your journey. And for all of you out there, keep subscribing, liking, and following me on this journey as I get great people in the hot seat as we carpool around Kuala Lumpur. Till next week, Cheerios, toodles. Peace out. <laughs> Stop, <laughs>